Hi, welcome, welcome to Modern Industries live show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. And today is episode 14. And I'm the host, Kenneth. I'm the author of Modern Industries, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. And I'm also the founder of KC Creative Marketing, where we provide designing services and marketing consulting. So today I have this really, really awesome lady that I met through, uh, she's being referred by a friend, um, Adeline, and uh, she's also the founder of The Honest Health. And she's, today she's certified as the Mind Wellness Practitioner. She's also an aromatherapy coach. Uh, she's a mom of two beautiful daughters. And uh, without further ado, let's welcome Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hi, hello. Hi, Hannah. Thank Hi, you for you? having me. No problem, good, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. So welcome and thanks for making time uh, for my live show. I know you're really busy and uh, you were sharing with me that you are in the midst of a meeting, of an event. So really thank, uh, thanks for coming and you really have a very good background uh, yeah, uh, environment. So before we start, um, in every uh, Mother Industry live show, there's, um, there's a tradition, which is every guest get to post a question of the day at the end of the show to the audience and also to the next guest. So uh, are you ready with the question of the day? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the question of the day is, what do you do to get back up after you fall down? So I repeat the question of the day again. It is, uh, what do you do to get back up after you fall down? So give some time to think about it while I go onto my uh, Facebook to see if we are live successfully and if the sound are okay. Okay. Okay, let me check. Eh? I'll come back to you. Okay. Okay, my sound is okay. Okay, Sophie, are you ready with the question of the day? And yeah. with your answer? <laughs> okay, come and share with us. Um, so um, I think a lot of times it's uh, hard to make me feel down. I think because mm. uh, I feel a lot of uh, positivity. So mm. if there's anything that really puts me down, I get myself out in the sunshine mm. because that's what really gives me energy. Uh, gives hope. Okay, so and, uh, mm. so you you were saying that um something that gives you energy. Yes, the sun. Oh, the sun, sun is a source of energy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, the sun is a... Okay, let, yeah. let me just confirm that your sound is good because just now there wasn't any sound. Okay, let me... Okay, good. Your sound is good. Yeah, so now we can kickstart with the show, Sophie, with your okay. sun to, to really brighten up uh, after you get, get back up. Yep. So, uh, Sophie... Can you do a short introduction about yourself because uh, especially for the guests who are new to you and also what were you doing prior to you uh, setting up um, the Honest Health? Um, I'm actually an engineer by trading oh. and I spent several years uh, designing electronic chips in Germany <laughs> before returning to Singapore to help out in our family business. Mm. And although I was uh, happy and comfortable in that position, I just woke up one day and decided that I wanted to do something more meaningful mm. and, um, and that's close to my heart and this thing that I want to do um, should allow me to spend more time with my family because mm. that's really really precious 
And so the Honest Health came about. It's very much fueled by a childhood passion that I really wanted mm. to just help other children and make them feel better. Yeah. That's the bird affirming what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so, na- so, so natural, here, yeah. Out of yeah. nature, yeah. But um, I think the process of really getting in there um, was probably not the best. Uh, what happened was um, when my younger daughter was about one and a half years old, mm. she became really, really ill and uh, sometimes very close to life-threatening situation. Um, and we brought her in and out of the hospital, several doctors, but mm, the medical system could not give us a, a solution or a cure to her illness. Mm. So it kind of sort of gave up on us, uh, but I wasn't about to give up. Mm. So I, you know, did a lot of research and then we found out that she was, the thing that was triggering her illness was actually medication itself, Mm. which means I always had to keep her in very high immunity, very good immunity. Mm. And if she was ever to um, become sick, she couldn't take conventional medicine. So we had to look for very natural alternative therapy for her. Mm. And uh, she has been very well, uh, very, very thankful that she's been well for many, many years without any medication. And so I thought to myself, if my children can be healthy and well uh, without having to rely on conventional medicines, what mm. about other children? And that's why I have started the Honor Talk because I wanted to help other moms and empower them mm. uh, to be able to nurture their own children so that they can have happy and healthy kids through natural holistic living. Wow, wow. So, so that's a very, uh, really a very deeper reason that why you, uh, why you started this the Honest Health because of your own experience and uh, because of you realizing that uh, the allergy is because due to the medication, uh, that's why uh, her condition uh, is, is not good. And, um, and you were saying that you, were, you started off as an engineer. So how is it like being a, a, a lady in the engineering environment where it's a male-dominant environment? Yeah, how, how is it like? Because I, for me, I do not have a lot of um, uh, female friends that, that, that does in engineering. And for you, is is also uh, in your family business. Is, is that so? Yes. So both are very male-dominated environment. <laughs> but, but, but for you, you look really feminine, gentle. <laughs> and it's hard to uh, imagine that you being in that, that male-dominant environment. So how is it like for you? Were, you? were you very different when you are in that environment as compared to what you are now? Um, I think the, the key thing is just to be what you are. Mm. Um, and um, things will just work around you and always do your best in whatever you do. So Mm-mm. I think um, the society in Singapore is pretty fair and also in Germany, mm. and it's all about uh, merit and what you can contribute. Mm. And I think sometimes a female perspective really helps when ah. it's a male-dominated environment because you can bring in your different viewpoint and mm. a gentler approach to Mm-mm. solving issues. Wow. So it, it was, a, I think it was, a, yeah, advantages. So were you the only lady in that environment in the in the company? Yeah, quite quite one of the few. Yeah, so one of probably the few. about five percent. <laughs> wow, wow. So so it must be really difficult for you to to really work with the the males, the men, um, because uh, men are they communicate in different ways. And for for a lady that is in the environment, I guess that you have learned to be more gung ho. That means more. <laughs> able to manage them uh, able to communicate with them uh, because despite you uh, because I, I, we met met up face to face and I realized that you're really a petite lady compared to a lot of male so so do they 
does does your colleagues or the male colleagues really uh dot you a lot or really pamper you a lot or they really do really look up to you or they don't really bully you? So how was that? I'm I'm just curious because having a a lady that's petite in the environment that maybe most of the men are more machos. So how is it like? Um, I I think a lot of, in general they were very respectful and we have good mutual respect for each mm. other's profession and work. Yeah. I think that that is important to set up and um, it's important to stand, uh, keep your stand and mm. your obedience as well. Mm-mm. So uh, not to give in. So I just I just was what I am and like okay, it's this is the way, <laughs> and this is my right. So mm. yeah, oh, it's uh, also important to mm. um. I think I was, I was very blessed with uh, very good um managers and superiors. Mm. Mm-mm. who um, who really supported me. That's good, that's and good. so if I had any situation, I could always speak to them. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> because, uh, and you also mentioned that this this engineering background is your family business. And uh, is, that, is, that, is that a family um, business that is in engineering? or No, so this engineering one is just my, it's, it's actually a, a different company. So I was employed over, to oh. work overseas, yeah. And my okay. own family business is a totally different engineering. Wow. So one is electronic and one is more uh, mechanical. Wow, wow. So you are, yeah. you are really practically in the engineering environment, <laughs> just, just in different industries. Yes. And, and how is it like, because you, you mentioned that you went back to, um, to help out in the family business. So for me, I, I, um, I do have a family business, which is into photography. Uh, we used to have uh, photo studios, but because of digital photography that came in, basically now you don't see any of our family business uh, having uh, being there because of the disruption. So mm-hmm. how is it like um being in helping in the family business? Because I believe that there's a lot of people that have family business, a lot of problems, a lot of politics, family issues, a family affairs. So how was it like for you, uh, in 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 having a family business and currently compared to your current, uh, uh being uh when you founded the Honest Help, how is it like? What is the difference between a traditional business, family business, further? Furthermore, and also in now, uh, your your current business, what is the difference? The big difference. Um, I think online is just everything that's happening today, not just in uh, business, but also in education. Mm. And because of the online business, it's given us a whole new world of opportunities where people can share their message out there. Yeah. Um, people can have remote meetings and then also, um, transact on the internet. Mm-mm. Um. So back to the family um traditional business, there's a lot more commitment in terms of um, startup capital, um time and mm. human resources and also location where it tends to be fixed and online is like you're kind of location free, which is where mm. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a very good environment with the yeah. bird chirping, which is which is really awesome. And I uh, at the same time I see uh some people coming on live. They could be our friends, be your friends. So maybe we can say hi to them. Hi, hi. Hello. Hi for those who come on I can't live. Be with that, but thank yeah. you for coming on. <laughs> uh, I see uh, some people coming in. Do let us know where you're from. Do comment it below and say hi to us. If you have any question uh, regarding about healthy lifestyle, about health, um, do uh, post your comment below and let us know where you're from. Yeah. So, um, Sophie, so you, you were saying that now currently your business is practically online. And um, how, 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 um, how did that come across to you? Because... Um, because of your experience uh, of nursing your, your daughter's health uh, through the healthy living. And um, maybe a question, because when we come up with the topic of the day, which is, which is how to raise honestly healthy kids. 
and um and that's where we we, we are we've been talking about that will be topic of the day and my my question is because when you share on honestly healthy which, which prompt like is that a difference between honest healthy living and versus honestly healthy living maybe you can explain on that because i believe that a lot of us who are not into really into the healthy living we may not be able to understand what's the difference maybe you can share more on on that as like what you have shared with me with to the audience yeah um i think it's just actually not much grammatical as well <laughs> so honest and healthy is when you are truthful a truthful person and you are well in your health Mm. Um, but honestly, healthy basically just says that you are totally uh, of good health. Mm. And health is not just based on one aspect because mm. we, are, uh, we are humans where our whole bodily systems are integrated. Yeah. So when you are healthy, it means that you have good nutrition. Your mm. mind is healthy. Uh, your lifestyle is healthy. For example, you need exercising and ensuring that you have enough sleep. Mm. And your environment is healthy as well. So when you're honestly healthy, is a total thing. Mm. Um, and you're not reliant on synthetic things or mm. um, things that are not real. Mm. So maybe uh, man-made things like man-made medication and mm. things like mm. that. So very, very natural. Mm. Yeah, which is which is which is good because uh, like for me when when you first explained to me, I still don't kind of get it. But now after you you, you explain more, uh, kind of like it, okay, it makes makes really more sense and uh get. Have a deeper understanding, and also because um, like for us, we a lot of us we know what that we need to live healthy. Uh, we have to live healthy, but a lot of us we are not able to because of the environment. So how how do you um, kind of like advocate this uh, healthy living, and what are the common things that most of us think that is healthy, but in fact it's not that healthy. I I saw a video that you're talking about uh like instant noodle. Even we do without the MSG, even just the noodle itself is, is still not that healthy. And, and, and you did explain about packaging and even the content of it. So maybe you can, maybe you can share with us what are the common things in our life that we thought is healthy but it's not. Maybe you can uh, share some example mm -hmm. so that we understand what is, what is really uh, living a healthier lifestyle. Um, I think when we went to school, we were taught that you have to eat things like carbohydrates, proteins, and mm. fats, and all that in our mm -hmm. diet. Yeah. Um, and that's all we know. But I think a lot of people lack real proper education, and mm. that's why I'm doing what I'm doing at the Honest Health because mm. I would like people to be educated and empowered in their decision making, yep. in the food they feed themselves and their families, and how they um decide uh and choose to uh, medicate as well to get mm. well. Um, and I think the 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 basis of it is just to eat real food hmm. and i know even with the word real food <laughs> yes a lot what, of what is real food exactly, what is real food exactly? <laughs> so the, the easiest way for me to explain what real food is is really to break up the two the word in the two words hmm. into real and food because real um means something that's not fake and hmm. if you think about um people in Korea who do plastic surgery, then they mm. have like noses that are fake. It's not real mm. because they've gone through some kind of surgery, some kind of chemical yeah. procedure, mm -mm. chemical procedure. So real is something that's original. Mm. Um, in terms of food, it just means it's coming from an original source. It has mm. not been meddled with. So for example, an apple from a tree mm. is real food because that's mm. original. But if you have pureed the apple and put some sugar and additives into it and mm. made it into applesauce, mm. then that is no longer real food. So you okay. know it's apple, but it has been processed. Mm, mm. And when we talk about food, food is really, if you look at um, the real definition of it, it's something that um, 
humans or even plants, we're taking it to nourish our body mm. so that we can grow and develop. So it has yeah. to be a source that is nourishing you. So if you're eating something that doesn't nourish you, so maybe for example, a sweet, people sweet. might call it okay. food, but sweets are just sugar. And if sugar, sugar is not exactly nourishing, then maybe mm. the question is, is it, is sweet really a kind of food? Mm. So when you put the two together, real food, it just basically means eating something that's natural from the source mm. and um, that has the potential to nourish you mm. and help you to grow and develop. Hmm, okay, so I, I have one question. If you when you talk about real food, meaning that let, let's say for apple, if even we um blend it into apple juice, is that still considered real food or is still processed or you break down the nutrition value? Good question there. So um <laughs> we so when I say processed, so there's two ways of being processing something. Either you hmm. process it mechanically or hmm. chemically. And I think when you talk about mechanical, it's still accepted to be real because when you talk about meat, you still have to cut them into small chunks. Mm. That's a mechanical process. Mm -mm. So when you break apples down uh, using a blender at mm. your home, in your home, yeah. and you don't add any other things to that, that's fine. But mm. what I mean by uh, chemically processed is when um, unnecessary chemicals are added into your food. Mm. So, um, for example, we talked about instant noodles and their seasoning and all these yeah. things are synthetic. They're actually mm. not. The synthetic chemicals that are actually not natural occurring. Okay, so in that case, it, the original form of it. So in that in that case, if I will want to eat instant noodle, but if I don't use the noodle, is there any substitute or is there um like this noodle called coca coca noodles? Yeah, so I I do not know. Yeah, so that that is there any way out other than uh you want to eat instant noodle? But you don't use the normal packing because even the noodle itself, there's already uh, artificial, yes. even like, uh, do you call it wax or, or just yeah. a layer coating? Taking yeah. agents, lots of mm. other things to preserve it so that mm. it can last like six months or one year. Ah, okay. But if you eat fresh fruits, they are, you know, it doesn't last long, right? Fresh fruit is only like mm. one or two weeks or maybe a month at most. So that is what you call chemically processed, processed, processed food. food. Yes. So what Anything about. It's in a package. Mm. Anything like in a package, packet food, packet drinks, it's all yeah. processed. That has um, a list of ingredients, especially okay. those that are more than five ingredients, they're definitely processed. Okay, so for example, this is one um like like sausage, hot dog, is that all processed? So sausages, <laughs> sausages, oh my goodness. Do you know what goes into your sausage meat? <laughs> uh kind of know it, but I know there's a lot of things and, and we are encouraged not to eat a lot of it. But it's like for, for us parents, like for me, I have an eight-year-old. She loves hot dogs. She loves sausages a lot. But it's kind of, to them, it's kind of addictive. It's like if they, you have it, you do, they will just eat it. So what is another way to go around? Um, uh, because they seem to like it. But how to break, break it? Like giving them what you call real food. So there's two ways. Uh, the fact that you say it's add addictive. Mm. It already shows that when you eat more of a certain kind of food, your body actually naturally veers, naturally veers towards it. Mm. Because your tummy is already used to tasting, or your, your, your mouth is used to tasting that food, and your tummy is used to receiving it. Mm. And then it becomes a vicious cycle. Wow. Um, so it's good to be able to offer alternatives. So mm. there are, first you can start with sausages, but maybe from a better sauce. Mm. There are people who actually make their own sausages, but there are also make, um, some butchers that make their own sausages without the additives. Hmm. Um and with good meat. Hmm. So but in that case, so in that case, the sausages cannot be kept as long as what the normal pack, uh, packet um sausages. So what you can do is uh, they normally come frozen. 
Mm. You can freeze them and just defrost them when you want to cook. So it's just a different method of preserving rather than using mm. chemicals and salt, lots and lots mm. of salt to preserve your okay. your sausages. Uh, the preservation is through freezing. So oh, it's freezing. a mechanical method of preservation rather than a chemical method. Ah, okay. okay. So by freezing it, it will, even even you, you don't process the food, you keep it under frozen, you pack it up, it, it's still okay. Then rather you yeah. buy it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you still can retain most of the nutritional value. Mm, which is good. Which is, oh, which is something I learned because I always have this query at how am I going to do it? Or maybe I can I can get my the meat and I can make it into sausages, it's still better, right? It's just that maybe the taste is not as good as the <laughs> the packet one. Okay. Uh, so you have to attend my workshops. <laughs> yes. Because yes. we teach you how to make these that oh. taste good. Which is good. Yeah. So there's there's a question that I always thought because um to to really have a healthy diet and eat or eating uh what you call real food, there's a lot of time that is being consumed into that and also it's a challenge for a lot of modern moms because a lot of moms are now now they are working working adults they are working and they they will tend to um have irregular meals or even do not have a lot of time um to prepare the food. Uh, or to cook the food, and that's where a lot of us, uh, working adults, we we do eat out, uh, out in the in the in the um hawker center food court and all the stuff. So how how do you help mothers uh work in uh, working, um to break through that 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 challenge because it's really very challenging, especially for working mom have to take care of the kids, taking uh taking care of whatever uh they're going to eat for recess time and stuff like that, and even for themselves like uh for them they go to work they always go uh out to the to the food center to eat so how do you help what advice would you give them uh, because it's really a challenge for them what advice would you give to them to eat more healthily or maybe a lesser time to prepare their food um first of all, i would say a lot of things is mindset and uh, education because mm. um most people want to have home-cooked food which mm. is the best but probably they don't know how to get about going and mm. then they never get started because they don't know. <laughs> so the best thing is to educate yourself and you know uh, maybe you can get on one of the workshops and we have uh, myself I also uh, conduct workshops mm. uh, for parents on how to get into that once you get your momentum started you realize how easy it is mm. and how simple it is uh, to offer nutritious food uh, and there are many things that you can make very quickly without having mm. to spend a lot of time meal mm. planning is one of them because when okay. you plan out what you want to do for the week, mm. um, you can actually when you you buy all your ingredients, mm. uh, you know, ahead of time, and then mm. you never. You know, sometimes it's because people don't plan, and then when they <laughs> want to eat something, they reach out for the thing in the cupboard. Yeah, which is more that's accessible. Processed. Yeah, <laughs> but that has been sitting there for weeks and months. So mm. when you plan, then you know that you always have fresh food, and you know mm. exactly what you're gonna cook. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get more and more confidence. When you're more confident in the kitchen, then things mm. are much easier for you as well. Mm. And it's also a matter of choice. I think mm. when you are educated, you know uh, which food choices you really want because that's going to um, help support your family's health as mm. well. Yep. And then yep. it's a win-win situation because you, you will, when you have good health, you tend to fall sick less. And you tend to spend yes. less time queuing up in the clinic. Then you have those <laughs> extra time to do other things or even cook or even better meals. Yes, yes. Yeah. What, what you share is really true because like uh, I, I guess uh, the, the, the number one thing that I got, got out from just on what you share is about meal planning which is something I guess that a lot of us thought is really easy really um, like, like something that we do not have to learn but in fact we need to learn because like for, for my case um, sometimes in 
because I work work really late and about one to two a.m. and sometimes at that timing you tends to tends to feel hungry, and the easy easy way out is to take a cup noodles and put hot water and that's it. But I was thinking that what if I have some real food that I can just heat it up, yeah. uh, or or some food maybe uh something just that a I already. Just a packet of nuts. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah a packet of nuts would, would do really well for you. Yeah, but it's that... a lot of chill mixes and stuff. Yeah. So so that there's a lot of things that like for for uh you were saying that the nuts will uh act as a very good support I think in, in the event that you, you were not you are not sleeping early but you at least you have some food that can intake. Yeah. But what if for those like for me I'm not a very nuts person. So what what is there to 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 prepare and and maybe it does not uh, hurt the body. Uh, especially uh before we sleep we we tend to eat like instant noodle at the uh, the next morning we will tend to be bloated and we don't feel really good and our throat feel really dry and all that stuff. So what is a, um anything that you was uh advise or suggest to eat before you sleep or you do practically if you can't can't sleep what 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 can you do without you eating sleep. without yeah. eating <laughs> yeah correct I think if you are if you're hungry you should feed yourself. Yeah. So what 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 would be the food other than nuts? Any other food that you think that we can? Um, I tend to have things like yogurts and avocados and um, mm. really really fresh food. Um, oh, fresh food on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or if you are someone who can tolerate things like oats, mm. um, or homemade kind of mm. muffins and stuff. So my mm-hmm. daughters enjoy oh. homemade well, muffins <laughs> and I don't know cookies, mm. biscuits, or make yourself a nice warm drink that. Um, that mm. has some kind of grain in it, so mm. it's still warm and it's very feeling and very comforting. So I think you can buy some of this um, to stand by packet things, yeah. Mm. Rather than you know, uh, instant noodle. <laughs> yeah, but it's really a matter of you know taste as well. So it, mm. there is some kind of transition, but really when you decide to make that step, mm. um, once you go past that transition, like mm. everything just works for you. And I think um, a lot of times people are feeling hungry because your body isn't getting enough nutrition. Mm. Then you start eating, it starts asking for food because it wants more and more of modern nutrition. Mm-hmm. But then you're still not giving it the right nutrition and you end up eating more and more and more and that's ah. how people put on weight. So when okay. you're eating right, you actually mm. don't have to eat a lot. Okay. Because your body, when your body has the right nutrition and the correct quantity of nutrition, mm. it stops wanting to, to, to ask for more food because mm. it's satisfied and it's full. Ah, okay. So it really is breaking that cycle and moving mm. to a different kind of phase. And you really see the difference and change in yourself. You'll find that you're so much more energetic without having to eat more. <laughs> true, and you true. could last much longer and you will break that, you know, slumber after your your lunch or something like this. So basically like what you share is uh we just um like whatever our body needs, we just fulfill it in terms of nutrition value, in terms of balance, in terms of all that, then it will it will also reduce the chances of us feeling hungry. Uh, before we sleep and all that because the body is well taken care of in, in yes. various categories of nutrition value exactly okay. Okay. now now i guess i learned something because yeah. i, I <laughs> what, what you say is really true is like maybe i've not been eating a lot of maybe fruits and i i, I tend to like maybe the body lacks of it and try to re- find try to um send send uh, send some signal to the brain and say okay you're hungry you need to eat something but in fact, the, the food that we eat is not going to replace it and we get more and more hungry. Am I right to yes, say that? That's right. So so we, you were saying that the education part comes from understanding your body, what your body needs average every day. Am I right mm. to say that? Yeah. Okay. How you can nourish your body. Yeah. Mm. So the education would really start if anybody who wants to start a healthy 
healthy diet or healthy lifestyle they should they should um educate be educated first before you take take, take action it means they have the, the overall because i realize that a lot of people just jump into oh, okay i'm going to eat a uh, vegetable for this month just pure <laughs> vegan or stuff like that and and that's it or maybe some people will say, okay i'm going to eat less carbo and that's it but it always they always always bounce back right because if they, yeah. they are not they are not um, uh, educated enough they will just uh, use a, a, a maybe one method and it's not it's not the method that fits for all right for everybody like even for my my body condition versus your body condition the diet may be different the education uh, will help a lot in us understanding our body yes i think that and also the mindset which is why when i create my program to help mm. moms transit into uh, being able to nurture um, their kids health through mm -hmm. natural holistic living um, i cover not just nutrition mm. um, lifestyle um, i also cover mindset mm. mindset to support the moms as well to mm -hmm. make that transition because sometimes you may be a lone ranger <laughs> um, when you decide to offer healthier choices to your family your kids might be the first to reject yeah. then maybe <laughs> your husband or your immediate uh, I don't know, parents or not mm. going like, what on earth are you doing this? <laughs> you know, aren't we eating fine? You know, mm. um, so it's a mindset, and when you have decided with the mindset, you are much more um, empowered to follow through and mm. to offer that. And then once you get over that transition, um, everybody around you will be like rallying and like, oh wow, this is so good. <laughs> So, so they are, they are, so are being affected by you. They are being affected by you because your mindset has changed. You are ready for yes. it. So you're ready to share with your family mm. and instead of saying, oh, they're, they're saying something negative to me and mm. I'm just going to give up. Mm -hmm. you know? So so there's two things. So being uh, educated and having the right mindset um, mm. helps in anyone who wants to change their diet. These are like the mindset and also uh, education comes way before you even taking action because exactly. that is... Okay. So like being... You have help to take action. <laughs> yeah, definitely you have to Along take action. the way, at the, you know, on the side. So mm. um, some people just read a lot but never take action. Correct, correct. They you know, know so but they are not together. doing it. Yeah, they yeah. know that but they are not doing it. Like they know that they shouldn't eat pasta but they still eat pasta and stuff <laughs> like that. And they always keep complaining exactly. that they are not slimming down. They, they, they will skip everything except pasta but pasta is still one of the most um, fattening, I should say. Is it fattening? Like, like you, because of a lot of carbohydrates and all that. So, so um, another thing is, like, we know that we need to be healthy. How, oh, okay, by the way, how, how long do you take that transition from you, from a normal diet or even influencing yourself to go on a uh, healthier li lifestyle? How long does it take for one, like for mindset, for education, for them to transit? How long does it take, like, for, on the average, based on the oh. experience? Maybe three to six months you... or maybe immediately the first month you'll be able to see well i would say for a normal person and mm. you're doing it on your own it would take years and years and years mm. and sometimes you don't get there uh, mm. which is why i did up a little program a 10-week program so that moms mm. can transit more smoothly seamlessly, mm. and easily and mm. don't have to do their research and do experimenting and see if this works for their child or not mm. so i really guide them into it so that they can get through it in like three months Okay. Um, okay. It's the right mindset. Hmm. So it's a process of uh the the three months of mindset, and also the three months of uh what you call it um awareness and awareness education, education yeah. and also putting it in into action right. That means yeah. really start support. start to uh meal plan and start to understand and start to to incorporate um like the healthier healthier food the real food into their diet right. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So so currently um. Like 
like for me personally i feel that eating healthy like there was a period of time i i i cut on a lot of carbo but i need to make it up for a lot of protein so i tends to tends to spend more like maybe instead of eating the the, the chicken rice or maybe uh, maybe half bowl of the chicken rice but more of the chicken um i tend to spend more is that is that a, a myth or is that a fact uh, when you go healthier that you have to spend more um i think the question is what are you spending your money on <laughs> so if you're spending money on something that's nourishing your body i think mm. that's a good point but if, at the end of the day, because you have been skimping and saving and maybe just going for the junk food that could be cheaper, mm. um, and you end up spending money in the clinics, mm. then I don't ah. think the balance is not there. So I oh. think you have to look at the big picture, um, not now, but the future, because mm. what you eat now uh, will contribute to your health state in the future mm. as well. Okay. So like, like what you said, uh, which, which is pretty true, because when I, when I watch what I eat, and I maybe like for me, I eat lesser carbo. I uh, eat more protein. I tend not to fall sick easily. And okay. if I have enough, uh, like like fruits, vegetables, and all that, I, I have to find a wood to touch because I, in fact, <laughs> I, after I change my diet of less carbo and and stuff, uh, I tend to not fall sick easily. And also like what you say, the mindset because uh, if you think of um, like maybe having a more positive mindset, it also help a lot. Definitely. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and the you lifestyle? were saying mm, the lifestyle have changed also because uh, although the sleeping wise is there, there's still rooms to improve, but I guess that the, 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 the food, the diet and all that stuff, it does help a lot by changing. And uh, like you, you mentioned, although I spend more, we, we spend more on the food, but we spend much, much lesser on med, uh, seeing doctor uh, medication because sometimes it can add up to a lot of like hundred over dollars for a month where you can spend jolly well or better food yeah yeah so so that that does that um does give me a, a new perspective of although you are eating healthy although it's expensive but compared to to um the whole overall the the, um, the picture the whole overall picture in fact it's still better because rather than you do you want to spend on more on the food eating it right uh and, and having a nutrition meal rather than you spending a lot of money on medication, seeing doctor, or even a health deteriorate where you were maybe in the at, at the end of the at the end of it you would need to spend even more on on seeing doctor, medical bills and all that. Yeah, we, it's which not is, just about the bills. Mm. I think it's also about the time mm. spent at the clinic and the inconvenience, <laughs> um, the the physical discomfort mm -mm. that you might get from yes. being unwell. Yes. So it's really a lot of things. Yeah. Well, so you really have to put in the the, the preparation, the effort to yeah. lead to eat. Invest eat in good. your future. Yeah, invest in your health especially. <laughs> yeah, which is we which is really true, and that also clear a uh, a part of our me thinking that healthier food meaning more expensive, but it's not really in in that form, and um and also uh there's there's something like every time if you talk about healthier food, you need to get real food, and there are a lot of time uh needed to prepare all that. Uh, healthier food is that is that true or you have a, a, a hack of it or have a, some tips to eat healthier but you spend lesser time yeah i think home cooked food um and also as i said when you um when you have food support and knowledge mm. about how to prepare the food then it really isn't difficult it becomes mm. a part of you it becomes a daily a routine for you mm. to prepare mm. those foods 
So it's okay. really you know a mindset. So, so it's about knowing how how to prepare all that in advance, like you were saying that under the meal planning, so that um you will not need to take a lot of time to prepare because you can prepare all in advance or in a shorter way, or maybe you can prepare food for a week and or so. Is that, right. no? exactly. Yes, you can definitely. <laughs> so once you know the planning, once you are educated about the nutrition value, it make it easier for us to um, uh, to kind of get the hang of it, um, transit transit into the healthier lifestyle. Is that what what you mean? Like with knowledge, with um, the meal planning, with the mindset especially, then that's where you can be successful. It will not be a chore. Yeah. Yes. Which is good. part of you. And when wow. you see the changes happening, then you, know, you get really excited and motivated. Mm. It just gives you the momentum to do better. Yeah. So, so like for you, you were saying that um, in the beginning when you when you share about your daughter, uh, that that the health and how long does it um take for you to nurse her health back, with with whatever method, the real food, the healthier living. Um, it took many, many years of keeping a food diary mm. for us to finally identify what was the cause of mm. her trigger, mm -mm. Uh, what was causing her. And then uh, we had to do a lot of adjustments. Mm -mm. Uh, I think it's years and even up till now, we're mm. still you know, um, supporting her with the best in a lot of ways. Mm -mm. So there's a lot of undoing um, mm. because of all the medication that she had to take yeah. when she was ill. Um, there's a lot of detoxing to do as well. <laughs> yeah. I see. So in that case, like for a lot of parents, uh, especially now with our kids, um, is it how 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 is it uh like for a mom to really does does it have to start from the mom first before you go to the child, or you can do it concurrently? Oh wow! I think it's really important for moms to take care of themselves. Hmm. Um, because you are you, you are the one that's uh, making that change, so you must be your cup must be full. Hmm. Um, that's why also in my program, the first the first thing we do is look at the moms and support them, ensure hmm. that they have good self care. And, um, they know how to take care of themselves. Hmm. Um, yeah, they must be you know they must also follow that lifestyle. So it's not like <laughs> I feed my kids good food by eating food kind of thing. It really starts from you. Hmm. You make the change, so you have to be that example. So, so what you share is really, really true because a lot of um, mothers, I, I guess it's the mother instinct. The mother always care for the kids first and they always give the kids the best stuff. So if let's say they want to go into healthy living, they will, like what you say, they will ask the kids to eat the healthier food. But for them, they are still not like being a good role model. Yeah. Like example, oh, you shouldn't eat French fry. Then the mother is like eating French fry, maybe <laughs> on her own or maybe during work. So, hiding at the back to yeah, potato chips. Correct, correct. So when when they are telling the kids, it's it's always that case. Like what you what you share is also being a role model, uh, embracing that lifestyle first. That means you being a role model, your kids will be influenced by by you also. Definitely. Yeah, and and you were saying that because it, it seems that the the like like for you for your case, um, like your whole lifestyle is evolving revolving around healthier food, uh, real food. Do you have any cheat days? That means you need you will go to eat maybe like drink Coca Cola or having a pack of uh potato chips or popcorns. Yeah. Um, do you do you do you have that 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 cheat day or basically you 